Hello everyone, welcome or welcome back to Let's Talk About It. I'm your host, Brianna Leela, and today we're speaking on toxic relationships. When I mention toxic relationships, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? I bet the majority of y'all thought romantic relationships. Although that is one and the main one we'll be speaking on today, toxic relationships can be formed with family, friends, coworkers, teachers, therapists, and basically anybody around you. I'm going to give you tips on how to remove yourself from that situation or how to defend yourself if you feel stuck in that situation. I'm also going to explain to you how a toxic relationship can be good for you. I just want to say I am no expert and I don't know everything when it comes down to a toxic relationship, but I do want to share tips and give advice to those who need it. When I am sharing my advice and I am sharing my tips, I am speaking from my personal experience and my personal experience can be completely different from yours. Before I really get into toxic relationships and start talking about the bad from it, let's talk about toxic positivity. Toxic positivity is something that I just learned about recently and I don't see a lot of people speaking on it. So what are we going to do? Talk about it. In my opinion, toxic positivity can be found anywhere but i feel like after doing my research i feel like toxic positivity can mainly be found within like i after doing my research i realized i have a lot of toxic positivity i've put myself through a lot of toxic positivity what is toxic positivity toxic positivity is when we focus on the positive and reject deny or displace the negative. In theory, it sounds like being optimistic, but in reality, pushing aside our feelings can only make them bigger. I also feel like toxic positivity can also be found a lot within the workplace, and this can cause your coworker, teacher, or even therapist to be toxic. The terms, it could be worse or look on the bright side are all examples of toxic positivity. Here are seven signs of toxic positivity. Hiding or masking your true feelings. Trying to just get on with it by stuffing or dismissing an emotion. Feeling guilty for feeling what you feel. Minimizing other people's experiences with feel-good quotes or statements. Trying to give someone a perspective, for example, it could be worse, instead of validating their emotional experience. Shaming others for expressing frustration or anything other than positivity and brushing off things that are bothering you with and it is what it is. And to be honest, I have a horrible habit of saying it is what it is when something bad happens. So um, I should probably stop. (laughs) To force a positive outlook on pain is to encourage a person to keep silent about their struggles. And this can lead to shame. And this is why I feel like a lot of teenagers don't open up about their struggles because they are always forced to have a positive outlook on whatever they are going through. Shame is crippling to the human spirit and one of the most uncomfortable feelings we can ever feel. Often, we don't even know that we are feeling shame. But to know if you are feeling shame, you can ask yourself, something I wouldn't want the world to know about me is blank if you can fill in that blank with anything 
a feeling, an experience, a situation, there's some shame around that. I'm going to share with you some examples of toxic positivity statements, but I'm also going to follow it up with non-toxic acceptance and validation statements. Toxic positivity statements. Don't think about it. Stay positive. Don't worry. Be happy. Failure is not an option. Everything will work out in the end. Positive vibes only. If I can do it, so can you. Delete negativity. Look for the silver lining. Everything happens for a reason. It could be worse. Those are all toxic positivity statements. This is really hard. I'm thinking of you. I'm here for you, both good and bad. Everyone's story, abilities, limitations are different, and that's okay. Suffering is a part of life. You are not alone. I see you. I'm here for you. Sometimes we can draw the short straw in life. How can I support you during this hard time? That sucks. I'm sorry you're going through this. These are all non-toxic acceptance and validation statements you can say instead of the toxic positivity statements. Sometimes in life, a person could really be going through something and during these times right now, we truly do not know what anybody is going through. So when someone comes to you for help and they are trying to talk to you, telling them, oh, you know, don't worry, just be happy or try to focus on the positive or, you know, things could be worse right now. That is a way for you to push them out. They take that and they don't do anything with it. It is not helpful to someone who is truly going through it. Because if it was just an easy, okay, let me not worry, let me just be happy, then that would have been done. If it was just an easy delete button to delete all the negativity that is happening in their life, that would have been done already. So sometimes people need to hear a little bit more than it could be worse in all of these toxic positivity statements. So the next time somebody tries to come up to you and talk to you and be open with you, if you happen to use a toxic positivity statement, try to replace that with one of the non-toxic acceptance and validation statements that I gave you. Or you can even do your own research and search for ways to be more accepting and validating. Now let's jump into toxic relationships. To be in a toxic relationship, it means to be in a relationship that is characterized by behaviors on part of the toxic partner that are emotionally and not infrequently physically damaging to their partner. A toxic relationship is characterized by insecurities, self-centeredness, dominance, and control. Now, a lot of people may think, oh, well, my friend isn't toxic or my family isn't toxic or my boyfriend or my girlfriend isn't toxic. Or whoever, like, they just think that, like, nobody around them is toxic. But in reality, they actually might be. And the person that is saying this is just blinded by it or pushes it off as this person is having a bad day. Having a bad day and overall having bad vibes, there's a huge difference between the two. If someone is having a bad day, it's understandable. They're going to snap on you. They're not going to be the same. They're going to be standoffish. And, you know, the vibe is just going to be completely off. But in the end, when this person is feeling better, this person is going to come back to you. They're going to realize what they did. They're going to apologize to you. And hopefully these actions will not repeat. 
However, if somebody has bad vibes, the actions repeat. You know, there's no apologizing. They don't usually own up to it. And for example, if you're in a relationship, it's okay to have arguments. Arguments are normal. Arguments are something that can help you and your partner grow. Arguments can help you understand your partner more. It's normal to have arguments. What isn't normal is to have arguments every day or every week or just have arguments very frequently. This can lead up to a toxic relationship. This is unhealthy for both you and the partner. Not only can this be damaging to your relationship, but it can also be damaging towards your mental health as well. And I feel like a lot of people do not understand that. People enter and remain in toxic relationships for multiple reasons, countless of reasons. Romantic relationships that are or have turned toxic at some point are often tied to a psychological process called idealization. Idealization or the idea of an ideal partner is rooted in unconsciousness desires that have been influenced by cultural and biological forces. Those influences basically blind people to the red flags that can be so obvious to friends, family, and typically everyone except the person that is involved in that relationship. Subconsciously, a toxic relationship will make you feel insecure about yourself, leave you feeling drained and unhappy, and place pressure on you to change something about yourself or may even be physically and emotionally harmful. Although being in a toxic relationship does have these negative impacts, being in a toxic relationship can be good for you as well. Now, the time being in that toxic relationship may not be good for you. However, once you leave that toxic relationship, this is when you can realize, well, that relationship was actually good for me. Because once you leave that toxic person that is in your life, you start to understand your worth a whole lot more and you start to realize that you did not deserve to be treated the way that you were treated. And because of that toxic relationship that you had, whether it was with a boyfriend, whether it was with the girlfriend, whether it was with anybody, it doesn't matter who it was with, you now keep an eye out for those red flags. You now keep an eye out for those same actions to make sure they do not repeat in your life at all and being in that toxic relationship like I said previously helps you understand your worth and helps you realize that you are worth so much more than what you were put through. I know within teenagers parents usually compare their child to other teenagers as well. That is toxic and it damages the teen's mental and they feel as if they are not good enough or they need to be better to end up like that person that they are being compared to. Some ways that you can try to remove yourself from toxic relationships, you can try talking to whoever it is that you are experiencing this toxicity with and talk about what is bothering you. I've tried that multiple times. Um, sometimes you're not always gonna get the response that you like. Sometimes you're going to have to have this conversation multiple times. Um, but if you see that this is just not helping, then maybe you need to go a step further. Or if it's just getting worse, then you need to end it right then and there.
you can try telling someone that you trust a lot your plan on leaving so that way they can help you go through with this plan. You can work on your self-esteem and once you build up that self-esteem, you can eventually end the relationship. Once you eventually end this toxic relationship, you should cut off all communications with this toxic person. Continuous conversation back and forth with this person, nothing's going to change. There's just going to be more toxicity and you're just stopping yourself from healing. Once you end this relationship, you need to take time for yourself to heal. Healing is a process on its own and you should not rush the process but take time for yourself. Spend time with people who you love. Spend time with people who helps you build yourself up instead of bringing you down. And if you cut off any old habits during your time of being in that relationship, try to pick up on those habits again. Try to pick up new hobbies that you enjoy or even wanted to try but couldn't. And most importantly, if you are ending a relationship with your boyfriend or your girlfriend, work on yourself before getting into another relationship so that way you don't bring that toxicity that you had in your past relationship into your new relationship. That is all that I have for you today. Thank you for listening and I hope you come back so we can talk more about it. You can find me on Instagram at Brianna Leela, which is B-R-I-A-N-N-A-L-E-L-A. Once again, thank you. Peace out.